somebody with the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 177 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You! And Stack Guy Rye. What What's going on, fellas? More technical difficulties to this coronavirus bullshit. Yeah. Ah, I can't figure it out. Technically, Ryan is allowed to be over my house now at six feet away from me. Yeah, I think next week, next week I'm just going to do it by you. All right, then I have to clean up upstairs because it's a fucking wreck up here. Well, Ryan, why don't right, you just well, tell everybody why you have computer difficulties? Was it something that maybe you were searching online? Maybe kind of. What was our joke with him? Virus compilation. Yeah, <laughs> well, I can't. Yeah. I can't watch. I can't watch that kind of stuff now because my I plug in my headphones and the sound still plays through my speakers. Not it's not playing through the headphones. Your uh, your search history gave your computer uh, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. We were supposed to record last hey, night, I and I and I overslept my it. Computer. I over. I passed out at like six o'clock, and I slept the whole night. But I did have a nightmare that we did a whole episode, and I forgot to hit record. So now I keep looking over to make sure. <laughs> hit record. I forgot to hit record in my dream. I had a dream. Did you hit record now? Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're hot. We're live. You know what? I- you know what I want you guys at home listening to hit the five star rating, five star rating review? review right there. Boom. Ryan's hair is looking know, good. Good. And you know curly. I, you know what I got to give five stars to? And I watched this the other night. The uh, Jeffrey uh, Epstein Paul, documentary. No, I have absolutely no interest in watching that. Zero. You don't want to know the truth. Just let him. What, what, what is it? Christian, your brother's a dickhead. Yeah. What did you watch? The, the parks and rec. Special oh, was you it good? It? How was it? Yo, it was a, it was beyond I beyond any any type of expectation I had for it. Oh, it was cool. not. It's one of the top five episodes of the entire series. Come on, it really, it's not even really in the. One? Or it, was it just a one off? No, it was just a one off. Come on, that can't be the top five. See, but no. I said Christian the way they had it set up. It's like a real that could be a real episode. So it no, wasn't Chris, like something that took you out of it. It's that good. And it's like a Zoom call, isn't it? Like a Zoom call. It's a grizz, it's a grizzle chat. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got it's on it's on uh, YouTube, I think. So I, I I saw it on there anyway. I, and it, I don't know it. if you, is it's everyone Mike, in it. Is everyone in it? The ten main characters are in it. Uh, I and think then I saw John Ralphio in there. Yeah, he got a cameo, and then there's a few other cameos in there. Want to know John why Ralphio, John Ralphio's in it? Because he yeah. isn't in anything else. He's going to win the Oscar this year for the voice of Sonic since there's no other movies coming out Wait, this year. He was he was the voice of Sonic? Yeah, he's the voice of Sonic, John Ralphio. Who I think is that's one of the best uh like minor characters on a show ever. ever. So funny. And here's the funny thing about Parks and Rec, right? What would you say drives a show usually the main character, right? Like if you're not down, what are you of eating over there? The fuck are you doing? Picking is that a tampon in your you picking your teeth with a string of a tampon right now? No. That's below me. Oh, you just reminded me. 
You need to change your tampon. <laughs> you can't just walk away with that. No, you reminded me of to get my new stress ball. Uh-huh. So what, baseball. In in any show that you get hooked on, right, or that you enjoy, wouldn't you say that the main character really is what hooks you into the show? Yes. If there's not a strong lead character, you can't get behind the show. For most shows, yes. And the that's only how two shows I could say that aren't are the two that are similar to one another, and that's Parks and Rec and The Office. But Michael Scott is a good is a very good lead character. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I have I just can never get into Leslie Nope. Like every time I watch that show, I just can't get into her story arc. Why? I can't get into her as a character. I just can't. I, she takes me out of it. But the supporting cast around that show is so good, it makes up for it. Like if they didn't have the supporting cast on that show, I would never watch it. Like Ron mm-hmm. Swanson is a t- is probably a top five, co- uh, especially if you if you just want to take it down to sitcoms, top two of all time all character. Right. Can I ask you this? And I'm not trying to insinu- and not trying to say that you're sexist in any way. I'm just I'm asking this because most shows from you growing up and even now have been a male lead. Do you think it's difficult for you because it's a female lead? Not that she can't lead the show, but that it's different for you. I just don't like the character. It's nothing to do with that. She's a woman. Okay. What other what other women leads uh, in shows that you love? I love. How about Weeds? I loved Weeds. Okay. I thought there Mary, you go. Uh, Bada uh, bing. What's her name? What's her name? Mary Nancy. Nancy. You don't even remember her name. You Nancy fucking Bowen, sexist shit. But what's shit. her real her name? She was Nancy Bowen. Big brushes. But what was her? What's her real name? Uh, Mary Louise Parker. Mary Louise. Yes. She was, she's right? phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Right? Phenomenal. Great. Okay. Okay. So there you go. I was just making. I was just asking because I love Leslie Nope. I think she's a great character. Would you? Uh, Would I? Bada bing, no. bada boom. I don't think so. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't get me going like so that. That's that's a nope. That's, that's a, a nope. nope. <laughs> I did tweet out. Wait, you're asking the, me uh, about Leslie Nope, right, and not about. Nancy Bowen, because that's right, a different story. Sorry, Meg. She was a bit of a whore, Nancy Bowen. No, nah, she was. She got, a little too she skinny for me. She's a little too skinny. She needs to be. She needs to put a little meat in the bones. When she when she when she banged her brother-in-law on the front lawn, somebody's yeah. front lawn. Andy, that was such Speak. a good show. But I gotta say, what's her fate? Who who did that show? Um, she does. Uh, Orange is the new black. Yeah, I can't think of her name. Um, Come on, Rye. I see Kenji her name. Jojen. Kenji Jojen. Kenji Jojen. Yeah. Whatever. Jojen. Whatever. Um, she gets a little too like crazy with storylines sometimes. She Kenji loses. Genji Cohen. Yes. She, I lo- the she loses you. Like Orange is the again. new black was actually really good until like season four, and then it was just like, what the fuck is this? And she does yeah, that with weeds. That's a problem with a lot of shows that they just go on a bit too long. Yeah, she does that with weeds. But but if you stick it out through weeds and you let it come back around, which is a lot easier to do on like Netflix where you can watch one after the other, you'll know weeds is one of the best shows ever ever made. Top, Definitely top ten. Rod, did you see the Parks and Rec special? No, no, I still haven't. I sent you the you that YouTube link though. I wonder if that'll uh, if that's still up. I don't know if you guys have Hulu. I know it's on there. It might even be on demand if you have a cable. It might be there. You know what I, I have been watching I, a lot of binging is Mad Men. I just started Mad Men because I it's never like, could get into Netflix like I watched Mad. I did, I binged Mad Men once. I went through it one time. I love John Hamm. I thought he was phenomenal as jo- uh, John. His name's not what the fuck. John Draper. His first, 
Don Draper. I thought he was phenomenal, but the show as a whole is kind of it's just kind of boring. Yeah, yeah for is, someone like it you, it's boring. boring, but it's um, it's just I, oh, I, so, I appreciate uh, Chris Stacy, fucking that. high intellectual. No, it does. I'm not trying to act like I'm better than you. You're just not a character driven person. You're a storyline yeah, person. A character piece. It's a character. It's piece. a character piece. You're more of a storyline where it needs to be action and moving and this and that. I'm more of a character guy. I like a story. The, the editing, the music, the cinematography of it all, like all that extra little stuff is is perfect. I it's like a story a that is driven when by he, the character stories. When but I'm only two seasons not, in, don't spoil none. When he is not on the screen, the show is incredibly boring, in my opinion. That's fair, but see, in my opinion, I... He's not even my favorite character. Do you want to know why I don't want, why I can't watch? Who's your favorite character? Peggy. Peggy Olson. That's not her name, is it? Yeah, that's the main girl in it. She's so. No, good. her name is Peggy, but it's not Peggy Olson, is it? Isn't yeah, Peggy that, Olson? Well, that's her maiden name. So if oh, that's Jimmy. That's oh no no no. I was thinking of Jimmy Olsen from yeah, Superman. Do you want to know why I can't watch Mad Men? Because I would by the time I was through like. Two seasons, I'd be smoking three cartons of cigarettes oh, a day. Dude, it is crazy. I would, I would, stays. because when you I watch, would. when I it, watch, it makes me want to go buy some lucky. Listen, let me tell you something. When an actor is a good smoker, and you need to know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about. Watch 61, right? Watch 61 when Roger Maris, the you know Barry Pepper smoke. He's a great smoker. He's a great acting smoker. I want to smoke a pack of cigarettes every time I watch that movie. If I watch Mad Men, I'd be two cartons deep every every time I got through a season. Yeah, no, it's 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 constant. There's not a there's not a second where they one. don't. No, and I bet isn't. you they're really good smokers. They're all, they're of, very good. Speaking of John Hamm, I because I finished Parks and Rec, I went back and I I caught up on. Um, Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, he was on the new season. That the John Hamm episode is so good. Did you I see like, it? I got. I want to watch it again now. That I, I got. I got to catch up on Curb. The John yeah, Hamm episode. The, the John Hamm episode might be a top five Curb episode. Yeah, I, really. I, I think I remember that episode being. I, I said the same exact thing. That was. A I classic. haven't laughed out loud that many times in a half-hour sitcom in me God too. knows how long. Can That's I? It. Let me ask you a question. Can I go and watch this episode, or will it? No, do it, I? Do no, I have to watch it, leading it, up? You uh, can watch it if you want. You can, but I would but you recommend because okay. it is a continuous storyline. All right. Yeah. Because like Curb always jumped. For me, like some episodes, some episodes were very storyline driven and then others were kind of just like throwaways that you could watch it. You know, it's funny on Curb how they um, early on in the show, they have Ted Danson and and what's his wife's name on the show? Cheryl. Yeah, they're very flirtatious on the show. And then they bring it back in the new season. It was pretty good. So if you just want to watch it for the John Hamm scenes and yeah, but there's a there's a arcing story throughout the entire season. John Hamm made a baseball movie. What the Indian pitchers? Uh, yeah, with the two Indian uh, prospects. Yeah, the prospects never, from India. The million dollar honor was called. Yeah, yeah, I never yeah. Saw it. Me neither. It's a Disney movie. Yeah. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm sure Aladdin showed up, or uh, or what's the <laughs> other guy's name? Um, the what's the monster from Monsters Inc. Sully and Woody. I'm yeah, sure they were Sully, in there yeah, too. I think yeah, they're the, uh, the other team or something. Monsters Inc. I mean, this is. I mean, we might have to watch Million Dollar Arm instead of actual baseball this year if these two sides can't come to an agreement. You think they on, ever uh, will? 
Uh, honestly, I just don't see it happening. Look, we debated this last week, and I and I kind of took the owner's side, but and the, at the end of the day, they need to come to they need to realize something. It, what's fair is fair. If you want to get the, the players have to understand this get paid for what you do and the owners need to understand that also so if you're playing 82 games you get paid for 82 games that's just the way i think it should be right i now. agree so and i don't i showed you a tweet that somebody sent out of what this proposal is that like garrett cole would make like eight million dollars this year yeah based on what the owners want to do which is absolutely ridiculous yes but at the, but at the end of the day also I need to see what the owners are really losing here because should people take pay cuts right now, in my opinion? Yeah, they, they probably should, especially if you're operating not at full strength due to the virus, right? If you can't operate at full strength, then you need to – everybody's got to take a pay cut here. And that includes the owners. That includes the players. But we need to see what the owners might actually be losing here. They can't just say like, oh, we can only afford to pay Garrett Cole $8 million. Okay. But why? Why? Where are you coming up with I'm that I'm glad number? you brought that up because this is what I've been thinking all week. If you want me to agree with the half the season, half the salary, fine. I, I am that far. I think that both sides should agree to that. But here's where they here's where I found the loophole in the whole revenue scheme, right? Revenue is not guaranteed in any way. You can look at past numbers and come up with an average, but revenue is not a guaranteed number, right? Unless you want to talk about season ticket holders, but I don't I don't want to get that far in my theory right now. I just want to talk realistically. Let's just assume there's no season ticket holders, right? In my in my hypothetical scenario right now, and I'll get back to that. There's no season ticket holders. Can you guarantee that one person is going to walk through that door for the season? Realistically, I know, I know there, you can say, yeah, of course there's going to be a, but can you seriously sit here and guarantee me you can look in the future and tell me just one person or a hundred thousand people are going to walk through those doors? You don't know. Can you guarantee that in any year? Even without a pandemic, can you guarantee no, that anybody that's my point. show up? No, that's my point. My point is, no. in any given day, any given season, you cannot guarantee me one person will show up. Is it likely? Yeah, 99.999%. At least one person is going to show up to at least one game. But you don't know that for sure. So the fact that they're holding revenue over the players' heads is just idiotic to me because it's not something that's guaranteed or can be quantified at this point unless you want to talk about season ticket holders. Now, that's where we want to be more realistic and you want to say, okay, we have X amount of season ticket holders that are already accounted for that we have to give money back to. Now you want to start talking that, then it's going to be different for every team. And I think that's a lot more fair than doing it just some percentage across the board. I think the owners want to tie it to revenue because they know they're not going to make as much money this year. So of course, it, but but my point is, what is the to. revenue? I mean, what is the revenue? It's going to be based on ads. It's basically what they're going to make money off of. There's not going to be uh, money that your ballpark is going to bring in by having fans in there. And okay, here's so, my number one. Here's my number one argument. If I'm a player, are they going to allow fans at any point in the season? Well, oh, I we did, don't know. I was, are, uh, will they for the entirely... will they will they for the playoffs? That would be my biggest question. 
Well, here's what I heard yesterday is that the governor of Texas is willing to reopen stadiums at 25% capacity to okay. fans. And I think Florida is also uh, in agreement with that. So think about it like this, right? The it, Houston just Astros, not to cut you off, I just want to say also, it sounds like New York's getting there too. Like it sounds like New York, like there's recreational baseball is going to be able to start in New Jersey and camps are going to be able to start. You know that New Jersey and New York are two different states, yeah, right? But you understand. Let's, let's go back to what, if we follow and pay attention, what one of these states is doing, like Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, they've all been following. So I'm saying it's just likely that New York gets there as well. Yeah, but the difference with New York and New Jersey is New, New Jersey has no professional sports teams. I mean, they have the, technically, they have the Giants and Jets, but that's nothing anybody has to worry about right now. The Devils are not coming back because uh, under the NHL's plan to reopen, the Devils are out of the, the playoff seating or the 24 teams that are going to come back. So New Jersey doesn't have to worry about this right now. New York does. The Rangers would be playing. The the Nets would be playing. Uh if the if the NBA doesn't want to do a hub city, uh, or the NHL doesn't want to do a hub city, then they would be playing. Uh, the, obviously, the Yankees and Mets are would be playing. So this is something that is a little bit more in the forefront of New York State than it is in for New Jersey. And what I'm saying but is, back, New Jersey seems to be lightening up. So I think that maybe New York would follow would follow suit. I don't know, but what I was trying to say was is that the Houston Astros, who their only form of punishment this season would have been the backlash that they faced on the road would be one of only two teams in Major League Baseball that, that would be allowed to have fans yeah. in their ballpark. Yeah, I mean that would that would just that would put put the icing on the on the cake there for sure. Who what would the only what would the other team be? Florida? The Rain the Rangers. And, the, and uh, the Marlins, no one goes to their games anyway. So it's... well, the yeah, and the Rays too. The Rays and Marlins basically have nobody in their stadium. But I didn't hear. I heard that Florida was thinking about it. I did. I from what I understand, because listen, to be dead honest with you, I've basically stopped listening to sports talk radio. Yeah, uh, I'll uh, at like three p.m. Like I'll switch over and and go back and forth between Joe and Evan and Michael K. Show, but during the day I can't do it. Uh, Gio's getting on my fucking nerves again. I can't listen to him anymore. Yeah. Uh, I get hot and cold with him, and right now I'm like super. I'm ice cold with him. I can't listen to him. Uh, he's just being an annoying guy again, and uh, I can't do like I haven't listened to Moose and Maggie since before my kid was born, and she's gonna be four weeks old the day you listen. We're dropping this Saturday morning, special Saturday morning pod. My daughter will be four weeks old. I have not listened to them since before she was born, and I and yesterday. I was I was only going somewhere that was ten minutes away, and I didn't want to put a podcast on, so I said I'll just do it. I'll just suck it up and listen to them. I Awful. couldn't. I, I almost I almost crashed my car on yeah, purpose. You That's how bad it was. You should have. If you were alone, you definitely should have. But you know, I got to say this with the with more and more numbers that come out with this whole thing, and like they're saying, you know, forty three to forty seven percent of deaths now they think came from within the nursing homes. That tells me two things. One, close capacity is not smart, right? And two, I mean, it's obviously more dangerous the older you are, but let's just talk about spreading this thing again. Being in a stadium next to people for too long is definitely not going to be the smartest thing, but I think 25% capacity, if they can do it a smart way and keep people, you know, a certain distance, I think that's feasible throughout all of Major League Baseball. I don't see why that wouldn't be. Yeah. 
And I mean, I mean, look, look, if you have an underlying condition and you're older, which is the two biggest things that are that people are most at risk of a virus that is turning out to be not as deadly as anyone thought. But if you're at risk, you need to stay home. You need to be safe. If you're not, you should be allowed to go and enjoy a baseball game at this point. I think it's smart to keep it at a smaller capacity, even if by the end of the season you got up to 50 percent. Fine. But I think if they can do that in a smart way, it's definitely feasible throughout Major League Baseball to get it to that point. And that these owners need to stop getting hung up on the revenue because at the end of the day, we're talking about billionaires here who are going to make their money up somehow, some way. And the, and the owners who are worrying about this the most, trust me, are the ones who are, who have teams that are going to make the playoffs, that are going to possibly win a World Series. They're the ones who are worrying about this the most because guess what? Teams like the fucking Rays, they don't really care about people coming through their stadium, obviously, right? Obviously, they don't because they never do. As good of a team as they put on the field, they don't. They have a smaller payroll. It's the teams that have these huge payrolls that normally bring people through the door, that normally see success year in and year out. Those are the teams that are going to get hit the hardest during all this. That's that's completely false. No, because it's not even completely you, false. No, it, yeah, it is completely false. You think the Yankees and Dodgers and Red Sox are the only ones that are worried about this? I didn't say that. I but said teams with high payrolls. Hit, yeah, the, who has three? Who who's, has the three highest payrolls in baseball? Yeah, those, those are the teams that are the going Yankees. to worry about okay. this the most. They have the most but, overhead. But think about a team like the A's. They might not draw tons of people. They don't but that's care about this. Yes, they do. Bro, look at their payroll. You think they're not going to make up their payroll on ads? If they don't. Television. Television will make up their payroll. Okay. Television isn't going to make up the Yankees payroll. They have no customers. They have no customers. Where are they getting their fucking money from? People aren't going to watch the A's after what they've done year in and year out? Okay. What about the Baltimore Orioles? You don't think that they (laughs) they want people into their state? Bro. Their ballpark, bro. They might draw four thousand people on a Wednesday night, but they're making bank when the Yankees and Red Sox come to town. Okay, you think they that's a different story. Look, look, look. Thirty percent, almost thirty percent of revenue in Major League Baseball, and this is from two thousand seventeen. Almost thirty percent was through ticket sales. Was at the gate. Take away any, yeah, and take away any business. They're losing thirty percent of their revenue. That's going to cripple them. Christian. Thirty and that's that's thirty percent just from ticket sales. Now think of how much revenue they must generate from what comes next after those ticket sales from when vendors. People are okay. in the when people are in but the building. My my problem with this argument that you guys are standing on is that you're thinking of it from a Yankee perspective. Think no, about I'm it from okay. So if thirty percent baseball, if thirty percent is is people walking through the door, how do the Rays survive? How Think do the how like do the Rays survive? Who, they have no one walking through that door. The thirty percent. What what per, what pie is getting? How do I want to say this? How much of the pie is being eaten if it's thirty percent of the Yankees versus if it's thirty percent of the Rays? Doesn't matter. The Yankees answer the question well, on any given day. On any given day. On any the given Yankees day. Can, who's going to be able to recoup that loss more? The Yankees or the Rays? If you're losing thirty percent of your money, that listen. That's what I'm saying. It can't be 30% across the board. And if it is 30%, then then the raise other 70% must be pretty strong if it's making up for it because they don't have anyone walking through the door. Yankees, if the Yankees are relying 30% on people walking through the door, that's a lot of people walking through the door. They're getting hit a lot harder by not having people walk through the door. 
Yeah, and they're make they still make more money. The Rays would love to take the Yankees seventy percent. Okay, what I'm trying to fight for is that the ones who are fighting this the most are the petty ones. You're not hearing about the Rays or the Pirates or the or the, or the Orioles fighting their players on this. You're talking about the guys who are going to get hit the hardest. They can still overcome it, but you're talking about the Yankees, the Red Sox, oh, yeah. what, the people who Steinbrenner had to say about this. Oh, I'm sure he's not too happy about it. I'm sure none of them are happy about it. Do you, do you know there's only one team in Major League Baseball that didn't make any money last year? Who's that? The Miami Orioles? Marlins. Oh, the Miami Marlins are the only team that didn't make that didn't turn a profit last year. Yeah, that shows how profitable some of these other resources can be in Major League Baseball. Well, all I'm saying is if you pull definitely, up if you if you pull up what the Rays made on ticket sales last year compared to the Yankees, it's not even close. No shit, Sherlock, but it doesn't mean that they want to it's not Okay, but what I'm trying to say, hold on, let me just finish my point real quick. What I'm trying to say is because they're making less of a profit with people walking through the door, they're not getting hit as hard in Tampa than they would be in New York because they still have a good team that people are still going to watch on television. That's my yeah. point. Who who do you think is paying more money to air uh, games? The uh, cable companies carrying the Yes Network or carrying Sun <laughs> Sports or whatever. To, you're, no, that's no, how you're the Yankees right. are recouping their money. No, you're right. I understand what you're saying. But what I'm trying to fight is that the Rays aren't getting hit as hard because their biggest profit turns on television anyway. Oh, they are getting hit worse because they need the money more than the Yankees do. The Yankees can probably operate still, but at the a money's not there anyway, Christian. Tickets. That's my. That's what I'm. That's what I'm fighting. How much money did the Rays make in 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 ticket sales last year? Enough to cover their payroll. I'm de- all I'm saying is the money's not there anyway. So they clearly have stronger resources outside of ticket sales. And they I have a good say, team. They're putting out a good product. They're not the Baltimore Orioles where no one's even going to watch on television. People are still going to be interested in the Tampa Bay Rays. What is the Rays payroll, Ryan? Can you look that up? I'm actually I'm trying to find now um, how much the Rays made in ticket sales last year. I'll set the over under on uh, on ten million dollars. So let's find their payroll first. Uh, Fifty two million dollars. Yeah. In twenty nineteen. All right. So let's say they made ten million dollars in ticket sales last year. That's a huge percentage of their payroll. They have. They don't have. You don't go walking around seeing people wearing friggin' uh, what's that? What's that jackass's name? I got to get mine. What's his name? Blake Snell. Let's see people walking around in Blake Snell jerseys. Come on. You see him walking around in Aaron Judge jerseys. You see him walking around in Garrett Cole jerseys. The Yankees are making money hand over fist in other ways. They're, even though it's a small percentage of people coming through the door for a team like the Rays, they still need they need that money coming in. Let's see. I'm not listening to you anymore. They had about... 15,000 per game. $264 million in revenue. I don't know what that consists of. $264 million. 
What? Say that again. $264 million in revenue. For who? For the Rays. Last year. Last year, yes. Based on what? I don't know. It doesn't really say. Um, Just total revenue. What net you of stadium in. revenue used versus debt payments. Used for debt payments. I don't know. No, that was just a disclaimer. I'm not really sure what it is. It's just showing revenue, $264 million. So let's take Ryan's 30%, 264 is $20 million more than what their payroll is. Okay. And now let's take what the Yankees is. What is the Yankees? Okay. Hold on. 353, I believe. I'll be right back, guys. That's the payroll, right? No, their payroll. No, that was their revenue. I thought you were talking revenue. Okay, 353 for for the Yankees, right? So do 30% of that. Is less than what their payroll is. That comes to almost $106 million. Right. So who's taking the bigger hit? They're losing more money than what they would be losing more money than what they pay their players. The Yankees are not losing more than what they pay their players. The Yankees are taking a bigger hit in terms of money, yes, but they're yes, not that's taking what I'm a saying. bigger hit in, ter- in terms of what they need to pay out. The so, Yankees lose $100 million. They're still making more money than what the Rays made last year. Yeah, but you're not taking into account that you have to cut these salaries in half now. So the Rays are really at 20, $26 million. The whole point was that you were saying that the Yankees care more, uh, that the Rays don't care. They care. They I, I, Obviously, no, I they said care. The Yankees, they want to- teams like the Yankees care more. Why is what? that not a fair statement? Because the way you phrased it didn't make any sense. You were arguing that low market teams don't care that nobody's coming to games this year. No, I'm just saying they care less because they don't normally get people no, anyway. No, 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 no. They not. They don't care less. They probably care more because they need the money more. Not when they're paying their players half the salary and still getting a big TV turnout. You're what? what where point. you're right? Where you're correct, Christian, is when you brought up a team like the Orioles who make big-time bucks when the Yankees come into town. That's really the only time. That's a good argument. The Rays do as well? Yeah, not really. It doesn't Uh, doesn't affect them as much because, like I'm saying, people are still watching Rays games no matter what. No one's watching the Orioles unless a team like the Red Sox or the Yankees come to town at this point. But I'm going to put it to you like this. The Rays are a small business. The Yankees are Walmart. You can take things away from Walmart, and Walmart's still going to thrive. You take things away from from a small business, they got to shackle up. They're going to put padlocks on their doors. So who would so who would you consider being petty? Walmart complaining or the small business? I think they both have grounds to stand on. You wouldn't say that Walmart would be petty when you just said that they'd still be fine. They would still be fine, but you're still operating a business here. Everybody's got to take. Uh, all right, end of the day, here. my only argument and hill that I want to die on is that I think it's more than okay. Will to you take, die on any hill like right now? I'll die on this hill. I'll die on this hill. The 50% pay cut from the salary should be enough for this to get going. It shouldn't have to be more than that. 
That's my opinion. That's what I would stick with. Anything more than that well, from the owners, I, I'm sorry, is just bullshit. That's that's what the players thought that they had agreed on was that it was going to be just a, a split in half. But then the then the the MLB started to kind of backtrack on that and yeah. turn in this whole revenue thing. And that's where the owners lose me to a degree is because don't don't say something yeah. and then realize things are worse and then backpedal from it. You you're the ones that came out with this. To be fair, it, it's like the governors are just not all on the same page at this point, so no one truly knows what's going to happen. And I get that, but you guys are right. It they should have before even proposing anything, it should have just been at least a thought. They should have never even brought up money. They they agreed to pay them through May, and they should have said, we'll revisit it when it, we get to that point. Not say, we'll pay you through May, and then we'll do this prorated thing. And then now they're yeah. looking at it like, oh, we, well, we can't really do that. So that's where they should have left it. The owners stuck their foot in their mouths on this one. They should have never even said anything to begin with. They should have said that we'll pay you, and then when that ends, then we'll look at where we're at and we'll discuss it again. And the players should have been fine with that because they just got paid for two months for doing nothing. So they should have been fine with that. Yeah. Brad, did you have something you wanted to add? Um. Well, you, Chris, you said earlier about how it's – I liked your point with revenue, how it's un- you kind of don't know where the revenue is going to be generated from because if you take away the ticket sales, that's 30%. Well, so my biggest problem is then if you're going to build everything based around revenue, that's how you're going to pay your players. Then you needed to come up with a way to make up for that loss in revenue. And they just didn't do that. They need to come up with a way to make up for that 30%. Yeah. Players. And you know what? Make the, hold the players accountable for that. You know, say, look, we're not going to we're not going to make you we're not going to hold you accountable for any loss in revenue, but we want to hold you accountable for ways we can make up that revenue. We want you yes. guys to be a part of this. We want to say that, look, this season and this season only, if you guys agree to do this, this and this and help us generate more revenue, we won't take away this, this and this or we'll add on to this, this and this incentivize one another. That's a good point. I mean, if you want to make them a part of revenue. Make them a part of it. Don't just take Make away. Make Don't it, just say it's right. Revenue. Add value. What Add revenue? value. Don't take away value. Right. You're pretty exactly what I was saying is what you're That's agreeing what with saying. is that it's you can't you cannot put a number on revenue right now. The no, revenue, no, nothing no, has started. You so you're right. Add value to it. Say, look, from the players, we're not going to ask you to take a pay cut, but we're going to ask you to at least attempt this with us to start to generate revenue whether yeah. that be being mic'd up and you know yeah. this and Maybe that you and have to do three extra sponsorship this yeah year. you have to you have to do three commercials for i'm Nike. more than okay with that i'm more than okay with that and the uh, i was just thinking about this because i actually uh, i think his name is evan trellick if i'm saying that correctly he was one of the guys that uh, wrote the story about the astros cheating scandal with the athletic he and he made a good point. The Players Association feels like the owners took them to the woodshed in the last two um, collective bargaining agreements. That's how they feel. Yeah. So they're not going to be the ones that want to back down on this. Yeah. And with, with labor, uh, with labor talks coming up in 2021, you know, this is going to get this could get ugly here. This, uh, not that it hasn't. So basically, 
the owners are going to have to cave in on this one and just suck it up because really, I think they will. Really, when you think about it, what's best for the long-term future of baseball is playing this year. It, it, it has to be. You yeah. can't cancel the season based on money. There's people already disenfranchised with this game. And now you got 30, what is it, 30 million people out of work right now? And you're going to tell me that people that are making millions of dollars and billions of dollars can't come to an agreement to play baseball? Yeah, and look, that's a great point that you just made. This is the last argument I have on this, is that the players have all the leverage in the world, right? They cannot, they cannot move from their stance here. They cannot back away because the only people who are going to hurt from this are going to be the owners because every year the owners rely on revenue to pay the players, which means that this year they're going to hurt because they have to pay players and not get revenue. But next year that's going to change. The players, no matter what, are still going to get paid next year. And they're going to be okay missing a year's worth of salary, especially because they just got paid for two months of it, right? No baseball player, no legitimate baseball player who has a legitimate contract is going to hurt from not getting paid the rest of this year. Owners are going to take a big hit not having anything, meaning if there's no season and there's no at least TV money coming in and media money coming in and sponsorship – They're going to take a major hit, one that they don't want to take. They'll at least back down and say, look, fine, we won't take the revenue percentage, but let's just play baseball, and they'll still make money, so they need that. The players don't need to play this year. The owners need them to. That's not entirely That is entirely. No, you're talking about players players who are making $500,000 a year, and I already ruled ruled them out. I'm talking about players who put people in the stands and players who – at, at, Which is a small minority of Major League Baseball. I believe the average salary of a Major League Baseball players was around four million dollars last year. Okay. Yeah, and that's okay. and that's that's gross because you got guys like Mike Trout and Garrett Cole making close to forty million dollars a year. Okay, so you so wanna... when you average that with a guy, you take his salary and average it with a league minimum guy. The average is twenty million dollars. Okay, you so you want to that is do, so so if you want to go down that route, then then we can say that. If the owners continue to be petty like this and we don't have a season, then players can't even continue to be baseball players because of what? They can't afford it this year. Therefore, yeah, well, there's, therefore, there's no baseball anymore. Therefore, the owners have nothing. So, yeah, again, well, the owners. in the minor leagues? There's a lot of guys that can't afford to be baseball players anymore. So, again, who, who guys, hurts more not having a season this year? The owners or the players? Uh, the uh, Probably the players. The there's players? The, the, the players. So what? So what? From what you just told me, what we're gonna have replacement players next year, and the owners will be fine. First of all, you think Hal Steinbrenner is gonna have to go on a soup line if the Yankees don't play baseball this year? You think he's gonna be hurt and he's gonna have to sell some of his horses? Okay, That's so fine. let's cancel the season then. No, why? Why do we have to cancel the season? Because he doesn't just have billions of dollars. He's not just sitting on billions of dollars in his couch. There's a there's a way. You have a business major, don't you? There's a way this money is accrued and and a way it flows through a business. He he, he is going to take a big hit. Hurting. He's not going to be hurting. I'm telling you, he's not going to be in a poorhouse. Okay, and how many Yankee too. players? How many Yankee superstars right now are going to be hurting? You just said the key word there, superstars. But the Yankees are filled with superstars. How many players on the Yankees right now are making $500,000? Okay, so get rid of them. We don't need them, right? You're the one who doesn't like them anyway. Oh, Luke Voigt. No, we don't need them, dude. We'll throw DJ at first. 
We'll throw DJ right. at first. So we, we don't need him. Care. So you just you see what you did. You just say we only care about people millionaires right now. So if you are not make you're not a millionaire, we don't care about you. No, no, no. I'm trying to show you that the the owners are not so the Pete ones Alonzo, in power. Pete Alonso, right, took Major League Baseball by storm last year. Fifty three home runs. Fuck him. See but ya. He doesn't make a million dollars. See ya. Right. One of the top young players in Major League Baseball. Fuck him because he's only making league minimum. Christian, right? if you made five hundred thousand dollars last year, would you be okay taking a year off of work? Would I be okay yeah. taking a year off of work? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, probably would okay. Be. I think so too. If you if you were making billions of dollars a year and you had money invested as a true business, would you be okay losing billions of dollars in one year? Uh, no, no. Answer the question. Easier. Yeah, you would be okay. If you had a billion dollars and didn't make another billion dollars, you'd be in a lot better situation than a guy that I'm had talking about the business, not the person. I'm talking it. about the business, not the person. What's the business worth? Is it still worth a billion dollars? Sure. Okay, then you're fine. But you're talking business versus person now. What's the business after it loses a billion in a year for not playing any games? Shit, it's, not too good, huh? But you're still oh, paying yeah. the players the same amount of money, aren't you? Are you? That's a shitty fucking situation to be in. Are you still paying the owners the need the, the owners need some type of season this year. The players don't. End of story. That's not. That's fucking false. And, and the, you know it, bro. Because, bro, that's it's false. not false. That's false. The players need the season. They need the season. There's guys out there that need to play this year. Why? What do you think five hundred thousand dollars is after taxes? What do you think that is? Oh, These guys, a lot gonna, more than I'm making. Okay. You think these guys are going to support their families for the rest of their lives on that no, shit? No, that's, that's one season. What do you think? They'll still be playing next year. All, what happens to all these minor leaguers right now? They, they're out of yeah. work. Yeah, they they'll, they'll be playing stuff, next right? year. Don't worry. Oh, yeah? That, no, that all got that. released? Hundreds of players got released yesterday. Oh, no, that's bullshit. That guys are guy, dozens of guys on that Twitter That has nothing yesterday. to do, though, with, with playing the season or not. Yes, it has everything to do with playing the season. There's no minor league season. These guys are done. No, I'm talking about major league seasons. This is all correlated, though. Yeah, it's all one thing, though. If they were playing baseball this year, there's no reason to get rid of the minor leaguers. This is just devastated the minor leagues. There's cities that could go under because of this. Yeah, but... Yeah, you're right. This They didn't even let it play out to if the season was going to start or not. Like, it didn't even play out to that. So it wouldn't matter if they played the season or not. These guys were still going to be released. And you're talking. No, they still wouldn't have been released. You're, and you're talking about you teams mean? like the. So what, do you, playing, what are you actually saying right now? You're not making sense. You, you're saying if the season starts in a month, they wouldn't have been released. So the season's not going to start. <laughs> so if they were. So you, I don't understand what you're trying to say. You, you were If it was guaranteed next playing. month, if it was guaranteed next month that the season was going to start, these guys wouldn't have been released? Probably. Who knows? <laughs> but they did it. Yeah, because they had to now, no matter what. Well, right now, they didn't. Nobody had to do anything right now. They did it. Oh, man. And you're talking about major league teams not caring about people coming through their stands. Dude, this is how minor league teams survive is on ticket sales. And now what? They're done. You're gonna you're not the minor league baseball as we knew it is over. Done. Good. It was too deep anyway. Fuck you. I said on behalf of everybody that was released yesterday, fuck you. Listen. 
that has to go. If the bad Yankees don't play at all, if the Yankees don't play at all this year, we will still have the same team next year. You want to know what will change, Christian? The price of Anaka tickets won't be there. The price of tickets. The price of tickets will change. You know what team. else? You know what else will change next year if we don't play any baseball? The price of hot dogs and waters and beers. Want to know why, Christian? Because the owners took too much of a hit not playing any baseball this year. You know who's still going to get paid thirty six million dollars next year, Christian? Ahead, even if assholes. he doesn't, even if he doesn't play this year, All right, Garrett Cole. Yeah, so you yeah, want to know who takes more of a hit? The players. The owners. The players. The players are going to take the biggest hit. Okay. You, then you know you anyone listening, if you if you want to join in on the argument, tag us on Twitter or leave us a review. Who do you think takes a bigger hit if no baseball is played this year? The players or the owners? Because guess how the owners are going to recoup their money, dummy. They're going to t- take it out of the uh, the players' salaries. So yeah, Garrett they can't Cole's do got that. a guaranteed Listen to me. Garrett Cole's got a guaranteed contract, right? So he's fine. But guess who's not going to be a Yankee next year? DJ LeMayu. You want to know why? Because Tyler Wade can play second base for a million bucks. Okay. They're not going to go out there and pay okay. DJ LeMayu. You are, you are so right, dude. But you know what? Answer me this. Will someone pay DJ LeMayu that money? Nope. No, not. no. DJ's you. done. He'll never be a baseball player ever again. He'll, he'll never make he, millions ever you know again. What? He'll never get. He'll never be paid what he's uh, worth. Do you think oh. Mookie Betts is gonna? Uh, you think Mookie Betts is gonna make oh, four hundred million dollars a year in free agency next year? Good. No, maybe. I, I, good. Maybe I, the market will finally come back down to re- reality. If Mookie Betts was a free agent this season, how much money do you think he would have made? About four hundred so million dollars. How much does DJ make a year right now? Like probably about twelve million. Okay. So let's just say he doesn't play and he gets released and he only makes nine million next year from another team, right? Who hurts more, DJ LeMahieu or the Yankees missing out on one of their top players last year? You're, I go. I say Yankees. I say Yankees. Mis- that's that's my argument, and that's what I'm going to say. The yeah, the, the owners will going to keep tur- the machine is going to keep churning. Okay. The players machine. are the machine. <laughs> yeah. The, the players are the one that this is going to be taken out on. That's why they stand to lose the most. This is all part of... You just uh, told me the Yankees are going to have to lose out on DJ LeMay, one of the best players in baseball right now. So you're telling me that the Yankees are going to take more of a hit when DJ is still going to get signed not, for millions okay. somewhere? Okay, now... You're now being you're ridiculous. The you're taking it for... No, you're being ridiculous because you're changing the argument. You're saying... Because now you're not talking about financials. You're talking about something that's on the field. What? Yeah, the Yankees are going to take a hit. Yes, it's still the owners getting drilled. It's still the owners that are the ones losing out the most. That's my question. Who loses out the most not having a season? If DJ LeMayu is not in the Yankees in 2021, would would you still what would you say they're a last place team now? Who else can't we pay? Who else probably who else can't we pay? Okay, who else? Come on, there's more. Britain, right? Oh, Chapman. They haven't those are all no, Chapman's still here. Yeah. Just I'm just saying, it. I'm just saying, you just keep going down the list that the Yankees can no longer afford to pay because they decided not to play at all last year, no, meaning this see, year. I'm you want to just suck you, it up and you, cut the salaries at 50% and just play the game and get the get the sponsorship ads? You're, you'll be fine. And the players are still taking a hit. They're still taking 50%. So the, the owners are the ones being petty here. For what they do. The, the, the players should get paid for what they play this year. Yes. I think that's the fairest way 50%, to go about 50%. 100%. And that's it. And the owners should just suck it up at that point, take the sponsorship money from television, shut up, because they're going to be the ones who hurt more in the end if there's no season at all. 
because when you come down to it, the owners are going to take whatever losses come out of their pocket, out of the player's pocket in free agency. Okay. There's guys, Garrett Cole hit free agency at the right time. Oh, they're going to be yeah. the ones hurt. That's what I'm thinking. Guys like Garrett Cole, Mike Trout signing a long-term deal. You may never see a Maybe long-term they deal like that ever Maybe they again. Yeah, never know. Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole uh, foresaw a global pandemic. Yes. Uh, Mike, I should say Mike Trout because he signed an extension. That's so. what he gets paid for. He's that good. Yeah, I mean, you may never see that again, a long-term deal. And I didn't think that this would be the reason for it. Can we get? That it can we get the into the, the game? Coffin, I'm so but. excited. You're losing the game. I know. I'm so excited though. You screwed me last week. How did I screw you? Explain that to Christian. Because you missed you that on the questions. Can you see Chris on the video? Or yeah. Is it just the? Uh, I don't see him for some reason. This whole episode. Really? Yeah, I just see the uh, logo, the NYYST logo. You don't see me doing this? No, it's just the logo. Hold on, let me turn my video off, turn it back on, see if that works. Actually, I don't know. Chris, by you, all episode. Chris, you understand that the game is cumulative, so even though I know, we, Christian, I know. The, uh, okay. Revenue for uh, minor league baseball, it's over fifty percent generated from ticket sales. So, minor league baseball. Now I lost, Chris. Yeah, I turned my video off for a second. Christian, did you ever see the movie, uh, the documentary on Netflix, The Bat- Battered no, Bastards I of have Baseball? Not. Is it good? Ryan said it's really good. Very, very good, and it's very relevant with all what's going on now with the with minor league baseball being in jeopardy. It kind of it, it's all about uh, the start of minor league baseball and how it really started. And uh, Kurt Russell's father, actually, the actor Kurt Russell, he was the reason that independent baseball basically didn't die in the seventies. Not so your friend, I'm your coach. I think I heard that. Story. Definitely, definitely check it out. It's so much more interesting than you would really think. Do you want to know the only thing Kurt Russell was ever good for in his life? Miracle. Yeah. Great movie. Can uh, you see me now, right. Ray? Yes. Oh, yeah, I see you. <laughs> all right, here we go. We're going to get into round two of the Battle of the Brothers. Guess that Yankee. After round one, Stack Guy Rye leads Chris six points to four points. We'll go over the rules one more time. Uh, there, there will be eight rounds this week because we uh, only did six last week. There will be 35 players total after the end of five weeks. Whoever wins is the champion. Have you guys decided on what you're playing for? I thought I of mine. made my suggestion. I What's thought of suggestion? mine. Mine was that I would be willing to eat whatever hot pepper you guys want to give me, and I'll do okay, it live. I have it. a better one, though. If it's okay. fucking shaving my head. No, it's not. It's not. It's so much better. All right, I get to choose any color, probably blonde, and you have to do one thick strip <laughs> of a highlight down the front of your hair. And it has to be like a permanent one. It can't be like one that washes off in the shower. You have right, to have a strip of of that like blonde or pink. I might do hair, and and one of our wives has to do it so that it comes out good. All right, but what is what happens to you if you lose? Whatever he wants, he could choose what I'll eat the hot pepper. Whatever he wants me to do. No, I want you to do that same fucking thing. You you have to dye your whole hair pink. Okay, deal. No loser has, has to, to be dye. The, it has to be the shower dye though. All right, here we go. That you have loser. it on for wow. an episode. Wow. You have a, you have here we go. Hair dye loser, 
loser has to dye half their head the color of the winner's choice. Half. Because that'll look stupider. How about dumb. this? How about how about it's a tattoo? A small one. And it could be anywhere. I think we All should right. go with the hair the hair dye. Alright, we'll 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 adjust as each week passes. Okay. All right. So By here, next week we will have something laid out in solid. All right, so here we go. Okay, so you're allowed three passes per per uh, week. All right, so keep that in mind because if you guess incorrectly three times, you lose three points. Okay, guess on the first get clue, three points. Guess on the second, two points. Guess on the last one, one point. And we're all good with the clues. Yeah. Uh, the the rules here. Yeah, who goes right. first? Who went last? Well, no, we. I said we're gonna play. We're gonna play an over under. Or whoever gets closest, I should say, to my uh, stat of the week. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Derek Jeter's career war. Whoever, sh- shout it out first to whoever wants. Uh, 13.2. Chris? 16. You both have absolutely zero respect for Derek Jeter. What? It's 120? But, no, but Chris wins because he was closer. It's 71.3. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know no, why I did No, I was honestly gonna say 116, and then Ryan said 14. I was like, yeah, maybe I'm being the one that's like way too off on this. All right, so here we go. Let's get started, Chris. All right, in 10 seconds, you're gonna cue up the music. Or are you gonna add it in? No, I'll add it in. All right, 10 seconds because you guys took way too long last time. So I have a running clock okay. here. 10 seconds. All right, first player. Okay. I only played 25 games for the Yankees, but I played in each of the team's postseason games in my lone season with them. Ruben Sierra. Incorrect. It's that guy, Ride. Do you Give want me the, the question clue? again, please? All right, hold on. I only played. Oh, shit. I, did I lose you guys? You still there? Yeah. Here. All right. I only played 25 games for the Yankees, but I played in each of the team's postseason games in my lone season with the club. Uh, Randy Johnson. No, incorrect. All right. Clue number two. I am a former National League MVP. Now your 10 seconds are up. Pass or guess? I have no idea. Cecil Fielder. No. Ryan, you want the clue again or you want... No, it's a former National League MVP. Um, I'll pass it. All right, Ryan's going with a pass. Use his first pass. All right, final clue. I played nine years with Pittsburgh before being traded to the Giants, who then traded me to the Yankees. Why can't I get this one? Oh, oh, my God. Please just give me a few more seconds. No, I need it right now. The outfielder uh, pass. Oh, pass. The answer is. Oh, I hate him. Andrew McCutcheon. No. Correct. Oh I, wouldn't McCutcheon. Have, oh, I wouldn't have guessed him. Yes, Ryan gets the point. 
Wow. Why, what were you thinking? I was thinking, um, who was the douchebag? I guess he came from the Pirates. For AJ Burnett. Was it AJ, the AJ Burnett deal? I don't know. No. Who, who was the outfielder? Yankees oh, got- Xavier Nady, I'm thinking. No. All right, here we go. Ready? So it's Ryan. We're alternating, right? So it's right? what, seven to four? Yeah, we're alternating, right? Yes. All right, so Ryan, uh, here we go. Clue number one. I was one of three players acquired in a single trade in 2017 that helped bolster the Yankees' postseason run. Um, uh, oh. All right, Pastor Guest, I need an answer. Uh, uh, Tommy Canely. No, incorrect. Chris. David Roberts. No. What? <laughs> that's wrong. That counts and that's wrong. It's, it's not him. Oh, I hate <laughs> you even, so that's much. That's not even his fucking name. Robertson, you fucking scum. Uh... Okay, I won the home run derby in 2015. Is the clue number two? Who's going here, me or yeah. him? No, it's you. It's your turn. Well, then I, I know the answer. Is. And it's a little boy from Don's River, and his name is Todd <laughs> Frazier. That's correct. Did he played the Little League Frazier. World Series. Well, the uh, clue oh, number three was clue number three was they took a photo with Derek Jeter <laughs> in 1998. <laughs> So Ryan, Ryan, uh, this is what happened last time though too. All right, here we what go. What is it? Nine four. Uh, uh, yeah, it's nine to four. David right now. Roberts, fucking asshole. David Roberts. That was <laughs> wrong right, anyway. Anyway, all right, player number three. I debuted with Kansas City in 1998 and stayed there until I was traded to Houston and had a historic postseason run in 2004. Oh, hold on, you got to start this over because I thought he's a Yankee. He is a fucking Yankee. Doesn't mean that's the only place he played. So say the question again. You're not going to tell me when he became a Yankee. No, that's just follow. All right. So listen to say the question again. I'll listen. I debuted with Kansas City in 1998 and stayed there until I was traded to Houston and had a historic postseason run in 2004. Clemens? No. So wait, how many points do I get when I get this right? Three. Mm. Carlos Beltran. Exactly. Carlos Beltran. Let's go. Wow. Get get that hair dye. What is it, 12 to 4? Like that, get that hair dye. The hair dying. How are you going to walk downstairs and show your wife half a head of pink hair? It's 12 to 4 right now? All right, here we go. Player number four this week. I started and ended my career with the Braves, and I played for the Yankees and Astros in between. Is this me or Chris? No, you're up, Brian. Started and ended my career with the Braves, and I played for the Astros and Yankees in between. I got it. Yes. His name is Brian McCann. Whoa, that guy rocks. <laughs> buddy. That guy right is running away with the game. I know. Week. I know. So if you give me these questions from the late mid 2000s on, I am a rocket launcher. 
And look what Chris is doing, Googling right now. now he's going to turn I'm not Google. Googling. I don't need to Google since you've given Ryan the questions ahead of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are the worst sore losers Honestly, I've ever met. Honestly, though, like the kid last week was, couldn't, couldn't even ask him the simplest fucking question now all of a sudden he's getting them on first try at least act like he didn't know about them you were asking me he was asking questions from 96 i was four no i all the players that were on the team between 2000 and 2019 all the players in the game were on okay you're just all right you just don't know the yankees like so what is it what is it 15 to 4 I got, is that what we got? Ryan's got nine, yeah, 15 to four right now. Okay, all right, here we go. Player number five. This is me. I played, yes, it's Chris. I played four years with the Yankees and hit a combined 84 home runs in my first two seasons. I got to say this. I got I'll say this. It's unfair that you have a timer on now because we didn't have a timer last week. No, because you took one. So way I'll too say long. that, that it's unfair. Christian, the timer is perfect. You hate you. Do you like the timer right, or don't say like the timer? Say the question and I also again. Know this Stop answer. fucking stalling, bro. You stop stalling. All right, Chris. say it again. All right. I played four years with the Yankees, and you better answer this because if Ryan knows it, you're dead. I played I four years with the Yankees and hit a combined 84 home runs in my first two seasons with the team. And I'm timing you so you can't go on baseball reference. That's the main reason why um, we got the timer. Jason Giambi? No, incorrect. Give me the question again, please. I played four years with the Yankees and hit a combined 84 home runs in my first two seasons. You know, they say this guy is has a potential to be a future manager in Major League Baseball, and his name is Curtis Granderson. What? what? Oh, my. Woo! Guy had a great first two years for There Yankees. is no way. What, there is absolutely the no way that he didn't know these questions ahead of time. There's I no s- way I possible. Swear on whatever on on whatever you want me to swear on, Chris. I had no idea. I just know more than you when it comes I to I knew Yankees. that too because we and just looked general. up. We just looked up his numbers for something not too long ago, and we said out loud, we were like, God, he had 40-plus home runs his first two years with the Yankees? On my, on my daughter's eyes, I did not give Ryan the fucking questions ahead of time. On your Don't daughter's eyes? You never heard that before? No. Get out from under a rock, loser. Wow, All right, I'm up. I'm up. Okay, now. All right, 18-4. All right. I Good. I like this. I like Player this. Number, all right, here we go. Player number six. I spent nine years with the Yankees over two stints, where in one of those stints, I replaced a legend. (laughs) It's got to be David Robertson. It is David Robertson. (laughs) Oh, no, wait, no, it's uh, David Roberts. Nope, that counts. This Chris, is fucked bro. up, dude. Chris, you want to get in? You want to get in on the game here, bro? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we here we go. Player number seven. It doesn't matter. This game's twenty-one to four. I forfeit everything. 
bro, there's still three more weeks, dude. You can have a, you can roll off like eight or seven. Like what I'm doing now, you could do yeah, next week. Yeah, you could do that next week. But it's 24. All right. Let's go. All right, here we go. Player number seven. I was a highly touted prospect that hit four home runs in my only 18 games with the Yankees. Um, Jesus Montero. Yes, Jesus that was, that was Montero. Yeah, boy. And I thank guess base- guess baseball. Thank uh, thank baseball reference for uh, that answer because I know you Google you Google. I that literally one. had my eyes closed the whole time. All right, here we go, Ryan. Last player of the week. Chris is on the board now. Uh, so here we go. Last player this week. And I don't like that you guys are guessing on the first one because it takes me a long time to come up with three clues. Yeah, so that's kind of- true. <laughs> Okay. All right. Here we go. Last player. A big money. I was a big money signing, but I had a career 4.79 ERA with the Yankees. AJ Burnett. <laughs> it is AJ Burnett. You're a scumbag. You are. That's a walk off right there. You're a scumbag. <laughs> so what? It's 24 to 7. Why? Who's who's a scumbag? Him. Why? Because he's cheating somehow, some way. All right, Christian, should we tell him? Yeah, I knew it. Just kidding, dude. I'm just smarter than you, Chris. I swear. No, you know what he did? Just in my noggin. Because Ryan's headphones aren't working, so it's speaking out loud. So he has diction on on Google. So when Google's picking up on what you're asking, it automatically pulls up on his phone. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. Google Diction. He he hits the he hits the microphone and he holds yep. it to the speaker you and you ask the question and it types it into Google. So what? Yeah. He he can see my clues. My, no, you fucking asshole. He's saying that I have a speak to t- uh, text on and every time you talk, I turn it on. So Watch. Google searches. Can you see my? Can my you hand. see my phone? Hold on. Ready? I'll try <sighs> and show you guys. I'm gonna hit the microphone button on Google. Ready? Which Yankee was paid? I literally don't care. No, no, no. I want you to watch this. Ready? Watch. Which high market Yankee had a 4.79 ERA? AJ Burnett. (laughs) Unreal. So you are such a sore loser that you're coming up with conspiracy (laughs) theories now. No, nah, that was, right, that so was the hell of a round, dude. That, I'm honestly, so I don't I'm think I got one wrong. I'm impressed. So Chris, Chris got Jesus Montero. That was the only yeah. one that uh, I would have got that too. I think I was gonna go with. So Montero. at the end of two weeks of Battle of the Brothers, Ryan is routing Chris right now, twenty-four to seven. I don't like the timer. Like when I watch Jeopardy, I get a lot yeah, of questions, but timer. I have to pause. I love the timer. That's I have cheating. to pause. The timer turns my That's... game on. Yeah, Chris. Chris is a cheater. Okay. When it comes to games, the kid cheats. He turns no, there was two- all the way up when he's playing video games, and now he's claiming. What do that I turn all the way up? Sliders, <laughs> sliders, sliders. Turn like the power all the way up when you're hitting. No, I definitely think the timer is better. It's keeping the game moving better, faster. Yeah. No, it's not. Ryan stuff. guessing the <laughs> questions immediately is keeping the game going. Yeah, I was even throwing <laughs> in some dialogue Chris, do, in there too. You- do you want me to uh, use more early 2000s players next week for yes, you? Yes, but listen, can That's I bullshit. can I make an analogy real quick? 
You know how the you know how Manfred wants to make hitting like better in baseball. So and he also wants to speed up the game so more people watch. Last week, each time we'd get a question wrong, that was us getting a base hit, right? Because it was prolonging each question, each inning. This week, you fucking you struck you struck me out every single question. Bada bang, bada boom. It was a quick, fast paced game because you got out there, you got the job done, and you came back in the dugout. Last week was hitting bangers each time you got up, and it was prolonging each inning. So what does the commissioner want? Do you want better hitting and a prolonged game, or you want better pitching and a quicker game? I would like you guys to at least get the first clue wrong, but do it within the 10 seconds on the timer. Okay, deal. <laughs> this is a pitch clock so, we added. So think about think about your uh, what you're playing for next week, and now think about how weak oh, Chris's punishment is going to be. Crazy now because yeah. he's getting his ass kicked right now. Because coming into this week, he was like, "Yeah, I'm only down two points. I can do this." But now he's down. What are you down? Seventeen points right now. I you will seriously. Big... You know what I'm going to do from now until next week? I am going to brush up Howdy. on all of my fucking. Well, they're playing on MLB Network. Uh, I think might be over. They were doing 24 hours of Derek oh, Jeter moments. Four so... hours. Oh, 64, my... Chris, you got you got a 48 more hours then left. Uh... My dad is actually uh, he's a manager over at um, Ott Miller <laughs> Chevy. In uh, West Caldwell, you should go pick up your Chevy there. Um, what you call it? Yogi Bear's son was in today, this yeah. morning. They were oh, talking yeah. about uh, they were talking about how they were showing Don Larson's perfect game the other day. He was watching. I couldn't watch it. Ah, uh, yeah. He said uh, he said he was watching that. He's been watching some older clips with Yogi. I think it was no, what I, it was what it, five years the other day since Yogi died. It was very historic. I tried watching it, but the video quality is just so awful. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. It's tough. I could always watch His that Godfather, last that last clip. Uh, Barra's son is Godfather's Phil Rizzuto. Really, Phil Rizzuto. He's yeah. dead. He's dead. Also, yes. Yeah, he's dead. Chris. They're all dead. Doom and gloom. No, that's pretty cool though. He was hanging out with with Yogi Barra's son this morning. Just like your hopes yeah, in this game car. is is dead. I yeah, think no. shit, dude. Yeah. That was kind of stuff. Segway. Route it, bro. Route it. Hey, Mr. Barra, my hopes in winning the game on our podcast are as dead as your father. It's really Christian, nice. I think you got a good future on uh, coming up with game show trivia, though. This could be a good little game you got going here. Yeah. Okay. Need so this let's, over see, there. let's see what we got going on next week here. I'm going to come up with seven more players, come up with some good clues, maybe stump you guys on the first one. I, you know, that, I that's think they should all be make- from the year 2000. I'll definitely throw in a player for you, Chris. I'll throw in a player from the year two thousand next week. Do whatever okay? you want. I'll right. have my uh, I'll have my text to speech on my phone again. It worked wonders for <laughs> me this week. Come on, we have kids. Let's go. It doesn't matter. You have to you have to milk the baby. Okay. You have to breastfeed. I, I can def I can definitely tell that you've never actually fed any of your children now by saying that you milk a baby. You have to breastfeed the baby. Uh, my baby went for the went for the teat today. It was bad. It was embarrassing. But true. But true. Yeah, my teat. Yeah. All right. On that note, let's go home. Uh, Thank you for listening to episode 177 (laughs) of the NYYST podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. King of the trivia, Guy Rye. Go. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.